Welcome to the Process Breakdown Podcast, where we talk about streamlining and scaling operations of your company, getting rid of bottlenecks, and giving your employees all the information they need to be successful at their jobs. Now, let's get started with the show. Dr. Jeremy Weiss here, host of Process Breakdown Podcast, where we talk about streamlining and scaling operations of your company, getting rid of bottlenecks, and giving your staff everything they need to be successful at their job. I'm here with Hanan Hit of X-Time. And before I introduce him formally, Hanan, I always like to mention past guests of the podcast. People should check out other episodes. We had David Allen of Getting Things Done, Michael Gerber of The E-Myth. We had the past COO of Charity Water and many more. So check those episodes out. And this episode is brought to you by Sweet Process. And if you've had team members ask you the same questions over and over again, and maybe it's the 10th time you spent explaining it, there is a better way. There is a solution. Sweet Process is actually a software that makes it drop dead easy to train and onboard new staff and save time with the existing staff. And I was talking with one of the owners, Owen, not only do universities, banks, hospitals, and software companies use them, but first responder government agencies use them in life or death situations to run their operations. So you can use Sweet Process to document all the repetitive tasks that eat up your precious time, your team's precious time, so they can focus on growing and being empowered. You can sign up for a free 14-day trial, no credit cards required. Go to sweetprocess.com. That's sweet like candy, S-W-E-E-T, process.com. I'm excited. Hanan Hit is the director of operations, is responsible for leading the database team at X-Time. X-Time books 44 million service appointments and processes 120 million repair orders annually and are trusted by some of the world's leading automotive companies, Honda, Ford, BMW, many, many more. He's an accomplished and highly respected database architect. He's frequently a speaker at major Oracle conferences. Hanan, thanks for joining me. Thank you, sir. I wanted to start, um, we'll dig deep in leading a team during uh, migration and more, but talk, tell people a little bit about X-Time and what you do. Okay, so thank you. Um, X-Time, X-Time is part of a Cox Automotive, Cox Automotive business family of business units, yes. And then we, we are actually in the market, like, you know, X-Time is in the market, like, you know, for nearly 20 years now, or shy of 20 years. But we, X-Time actually started with, um, you know, started basically with scheduling and, and scheduling basically for the car dealership. And, and then beyond the scheduling itself, like then eventually there was additional, you know, additional component that we actually put on top of the, on top of the basic scheduling itself, which actually does the marketing. And and now you know with, with the conjunction of other BUs in, in other BUs basically in um, you know in Cox Automotive yes we also do the the ERP yes the ERP you know system ERP like you know of the car dealership so our main you know our main basically customers are car dealership and and we try to do like you know three sixty for them and we mostly concentrate on the US and Canada you know US and Canada market where you know we were. Basically, like you know, a major, you know, a major vendor, and and most probably the the best the best country that exists, and and we are you know from from addressable market, we are have a good good share of you know good share of percentage. We do have another you know another segment of the market. Yes, we are when we actually have you know customers basically in Australia, 
But those are the two, those are the two geos, main geos. But mainly we're talking about US and Canada. Yes. When we were talking before we hit record, you know, you were saying how a lot of operations teams kind of operate in a certain function and there's a tendency if it's not broken, don't touch it. Nothing needs to be fixed. So I'd love for you to comment about, about that. Yes. Okay. So thanks for the question. So, yeah, so it's um, especially like, you know, especially an operational team, on operation teams, you know, that there is a tendency, okay, it's, if it's not broken, don't touch it. Okay. And, and then there is another tendency in operation teams yes, and, and which says that, you know, okay, people rely on what they have done in the past, which is okay, yes, but, but eventually they said, okay, well, I've done that same, you know, I've done this one 15 years ago and then, you know, keep on doing that. But, you know, once, you know, once people are looking about this journey or trying to look basically moving to the cloud and, and I can speak about AWS because that's, that's the one that we, are, we ended up at. But, you know, that type of, you know, that type of sentences or that type of basically mindset is not applicable. And, and, and it has to be, you know, it has to be shifted you know, as, as a paradigm shift. And, and the mindset, you know, it's a totally different mindset. And, and it's not only, you know, it's not only that, that there is a change basically in, in the way that the application is written or the application is, is deployed, but that there is a total mindset, you know, total different mindset that people need to go through. In order to be able to be efficient and and most probably to be you know efficient for your employers and your customers yes it's tough to shift someone's paradigm right because if they're like well this is always it's worked right it works how do you approach it with someone to start to inch them to well maybe there's a better way so it's not easy. It's not easy because you know one one I can give you a small example. Yes, then we used to on on prem. Yes, we used to on prem not to think or most of the people even in operations and definitely in development they are not cost they are not cost savvy. Yes, meaning they're looking about deployment, especially for developers. Yes, and then also people from operation. There are very very few that they are very. Cost savvy, and, and this is most probably you know in the higher management, like you know directors, and definitely you know the senior or senior management. But having said that, yes, having said that, you know it's like in, in, you know you, you learn very quickly that each of us, yes, each of us doesn't matter the level, yes, needs to be you know needs to be basically at the point and understand that cost is basically a major part and associated with with the you know associated basically with the move. Second part is, you know, second part is, you know, you, you try, you know, you try to educate and you educate yourself, first of all, and educate basically the team and, and come to a position that, you know, you have, people need to understand that, needs to understand that basically, okay, it's a fact that everybody is going to the cloud and, and you know, and, and if you are going to stay and you're going to stay with your old philosophies, you're going to stay out at the end of the day, yes, and then, you know, so, Part of the you know part of the stuff that eventually I looked at that is is basically leading the team and say okay well okay it, it has two fold one fold which is the important part okay this is this is how we serve our our employers this is how we serve the customers the second part is on you know on the personal level is say okay well okay if you're not going to do it yes very short very shortly yes very shortly you are going to lose your competitors yes and you're going to lose basically what what you bring into the table and, and you're going to left left behind. And, and, and it's very, at the end of the day, yes, 
if, if you're not going to bridge the gap, you're going to end up in a case that you're not necessary for the company. Yes. Yeah. So it sounds like some of the things that you're thinking about, you know, in, in leadership is, is there cost savings? Is there a better solution? Is there a more efficient solution? Are you working with a possible outdated solution if you look at, you know, five or 10 years in the future? And even though it works now, you may get lost in the dust to competition or other people. And so you're kind of factoring all these things in. And specifically, when we're talking about, you know, uh, with you and the company, you had to lead the team through a major migration. Um, and so I want to talk generally about leading a team during, you know, through a migration and you moved to AWS specifically and how you planned it during it, the migration and after. So when you were thinking about this specifically, how did you and the team plan? Okay. So, so, so first of all, an enterprise move to to AWS or enterprise move to a cloud vendor. Yes, I'm, I'm most, most, most probably not talking about multi-vendor, but a single vendor, yes. Yeah, it's basically a journey. Yes, it's a journey. It's not something that you're doing, you know, you're going to do it in a month or two months. Yes, it's, it's you know, it's a span. It's a large, you know, large time frame years you're talking about, two or three years, yes. Um, I, I think the initial part, yes, the initial part is, is you know, it's basically psychological, you know, psychological part, part of it. Yes, meaning, and, and that, that actually starts with this, okay, because when when people hear, yes, people hear that eventually, okay, well, we are going to the cloud, yes, that there is also the, you know, the, the, the fact that people started to think about, okay, I'm going to lose my job, yes. And, and so, so the shift, you know, the shift in the mindset needs to be done at the very beginning and, and, and trying basically to bring to the team that eventually, okay, well, we're giving you the opportunity basically to, you know, to, to grow in you and to grow what you're doing mm. and to grow your knowledge. And, and in, don't take it, don't take it in, 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 in the other, you know, to the other way and say, okay, we, we are going to, you know, we are going to discontinue, discontinue your employment. Yes. On the, on the, on the other end, you're going basically to learn new technologies and, and enhance your, enhance your knowledge. Second That's a is- great point because I could see with new technologies, with AI related things, someone could be threatened that, great, I'm going to help you implement this. And I'm going to implement myself out of a job. Exactly. Yes. And, and in effect, it happened in my team as well. Yes. It happened in my team as well. Yes. And, and you know, I wasn't successful. Let's put it this I wasn't successful retrospecting every person you know in the team to understand that but but uh, but i think I, I think overall you know most of the people did understand that and and saw the benefit in this i i think that you know if i may say so you know our leader yes our leader for uh, at next time during this time he basically drove you know all the all the managers and all the senior managements to this you know to this mindset and then i'm thankful for him i don't know if i need if i need to mention his name but it doesn't matter at the end of the day, he basically drove us to this philosophy, and 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 I think it was the right way to do it. Yes, the the, the second part is yes, the second part, which I think it's important. Yes, is when you actually start to think about the process, and and you know, meaning in, in traditionally, yes, we are working in an agile in an agile type of development. Yes. And and you know putting everything you know putting everything in, in in the context of a sprint like you know which is a biweekly sprint in our case yes it, it doesn't fly exactly it doesn't fly exactly in in 
in a way that we project, you know, that type of project. Yeah? So, so we have to also shift our mindset in 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 way how to incorporate that into the let's put it this the deliverable schedule, deliverable schedule, and another part. The other the other part in, in the first you know in the first few weeks, yes, for first few weeks or first few months is is I would say to take a personal pride out of the equation, yes, and, and I can speak about myself because I, I fell to this one as well, yes. And 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 take your personal pride and 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 use people or try to try to basically get the help of or get the help of people that have done that, that, that did it before or they have a real internal knowledge about something like that. Yes. And and I can consider myself basically as a very good and you know very good in Oracle, very good in databases, you know, especially in, in Oracle. But you know, as I said, you know, as I said, like you know, I learned a lot of stuff moving to the AWS and, and what I've done, and, and thankfully so, yes, with the help of our senior management, is is we brought, you know, we brought basically a consulting firm that eventually like you know was handpicked by by Cox. And and and, and they were actually a company from the UK. And, and, you know, it, it was, you know, it, at the end of the day, yes, in the beginning, you know, I, I didn't look at this, like, you know, I didn't look at this, like, you know, as they're going to benefit us. But, but the minute that they came on board, yes, they flew from London, yes, I saw that, you know, well, they deserved, they deserved everything. And, and, and especially basically getting the, the knowledge with them and, and taking out of the equation from, okay, you know, they threatened us or they threatened the team. That, that, that actually brought brought basically a positive part to the team itself, including myself. So the first thing is really get the top leaders in the company, whoever they are on board to demonstrate like you're fine. You're actually positioning it in a better way Then you're not losing your job. You're actually going to shift roles and you're going to learn this new technology. Number two, put your pride aside and get the expertise. Cause even though someone may be a technical genius, they may not have the expertise of that specific migration or software, or whatever it is. So get that extra team on board that does have that, who's implemented over and over again to overlay with the, the team's expertise. And then you mentioned, you know, we're in like at this point, month four, or I'm sorry, month one or month two, and this we're talking about, 12 to 24 months. So then what do you do next yeah. in, in, in the planning? Right. So, so the next, the next is basically to try on oh, what, what I've done. Yes. It's basically to try to gain the knowledge, like, you know, to try to gain the knowledge from people that have done this and, and done this many, many times. Yes. And, and then, and then eventually plug it, plug their knowledge and my turn, my obviously knowledge as well. And the team knowledge, which is specific for what we are doing and, and everything that we've done before. And, and said, okay, well, how can we bridge the gap between, you know, between what we have here to the end results that we want to be at, yes? And I think at that point, yes, at that point, one of the quickest decisions to, to be made, yes, is, is whether we looking at type of a lift and shift, yes, or versus, you know, versus basically rewriting the technology. And I, I think at that point, yes, that point, you know, when, when it comes to, to this point, you know, it, it has to be very clear. Yes, it has to be very clear at that point in the next month or so after, after the first month, as you said, you know, what, what, what we are aiming to, yes. And, and, you know, database is a center of gravity in, in, 
a lot of cases, yes. And, and what, I, what I see is in most of the cases, people will do a lift and shift, yes. But the lift and shift, again, it's a lift and shift in, in, in theory, but it, it does require a lot of changes. The other component, yes, the other component of the application or the other upper level of, upper level of the tiers of the application, yes, in a lot of cases, they, they will do either both or, or they will do a combination or they will go to the extreme and, and say, okay, I'm going to rewrite all the part in order to be able to match what, what we're going to end up with. But I think, you know, I think the, 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 the second or the third month would be basically the, the, the you know, understanding that you are going to do a lift and shift. And, and so lift and shift, when you say that, do you mean you're taking the code from one and just putting it into it? Or what do you mean by a lift and shift? So, so in lift, what I mean lift and shift is basically the, it's, it's the code itself or, or most of the code itself, at least the way that the code is written, yes? And not doing a lot of managing, management or re, you know, rewriting the code that will meet new technology. So for example, yes, I can give you, yes. Any, if you are running, you know, if you're not running basically in, in the case that you are not running in, you know, in, in the microservices and all of a sudden, like, you know, you decided to go to microservices, that's basically would require, like, you know, would require some change, or not some, a lot of changes, yes. But this is one, one part. The second part would be, okay, now if, if you want to say, okay, I want to change the code, yes. If I'm going to change the code, then eventually, from, for example, like, you know, if you have store procedure in the database and all of a sudden, like, you know, in, in AWS, you decide, to move to a different paradigm and move everything, you know, to upper level of the tiers, you know, then that, that would be a major rewrite. Yes. So I think that, you know, I think that especially in, in, in you know, in, in the cases like, you know, in a move like that, yes, I think that, you know, lift and shift would be one part, you know, from the up tier. The second tier would be at the level of the databases. So for example, what, what I'm referring to is, you know, if, if you're on-prem, yes, you have database databases that are not going to be certified. Yes, not going to be certified running on, on the cloud itself, or they need to do they need to do some type of you know some type of basically merging between them into a single one or or break them because of some some issues, or take exactly what you have and move yeah. you know, move basically to the to the cloud. That's basically the lift and shift in that level. Yeah, I'm just yeah for anyone who's listening you know, a lot of directors of operations, COOs, I could see it to make it applicable to them. It's like they may have some current assets they would use on the new system, or they may have to totally redo whatever they did on their old system on the new system. And that would be kind of the equivalent to whatever that may be. So I could see how you kind of have to make a decision if you, you know, bring old stuff or you just have to just do it from scratch uh, on the new one. And, and I like what you said about bridge the gap, right? So, you know, you kind of know where you're going um, and where you're at now. You may be month three or four of 24 months. How do you keep the team going and, and motivated knowing like, okay, this is like two years from now, we're going to actually complete this thing? Yeah, it's actually, it's actually not an easy task. And, and the reason why, because obviously we have a day-to-day -day job. Yes, and, and we have a day-to-day -day job, and, and by far, you know, by far our day-to-day -day job, day -day job are, um, you know, basically preceding any any cases. Yes, because the customers are the most important part. Um, you know, the, the, the way that I the way the way that I looked at that, or the way that I try to do it is, I, I try basically to 
to prioritize, obviously, the day-to-day. And then the second part, what I did is I basically even tried to split on, on between the, the, the people in the team itself and, and put them in a different, you know, in the different time frames of the of the, the, the large project, yes, instead of actually saying, okay, well, everybody is going to work on that from the next 24 hours. Yes. It, it did, you know, it did some, I had some issues with this, and I'm, I'm not sure that this is <laughs> this was the right decision, but I think, you know, I, I think, you know, frankly, yes, I think it worked for me. But, you know, initially what happened is, you know, the, the people that didn't start after the, you know, after the, the, the immediate, you know, the, the immediate decision of the first two months or something like this, they felt that, okay, they're not going to be, they're not in part of the project. But I told everybody, okay, this is how I'm going to stagger them. Yes, this is, this is how I'm going to stagger them. It, it takes a lot of time. Yes, it takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of knowledge. And the second part is what I did is basically like, you know, I, I, I gave everybody like, you know, a dedicated requirement of reading. Yes, reading the new technologies or reading basically new, new part that you, they never touch, you know, never, never touch. And, in, in, you know, with AWS, in order basically to say that eventually, okay, well, you're not going to, you're not going to start working over there without actually, you know, reading documents, reading blogs and stuff like this, because eventually that, that will give you an easy path to starting actually working over there and not, and you gave everyone kind of a small role in educating themselves, no matter if they were involved or not. So they're a little bit, at least feel involved and a bit up to speed. And the other thing is you kind of staggered people, which seems interesting because when you're talking about the migration, it's funny, you know, when you say it, I'm picturing, oh, we're all in on this migration. Then I, I love how you said, yeah, there's still day-to-day operations. So in a vacuum, you know, in a mythical world, that's all someone's working on. In the real world, they have a full day of day-to-day tasks. And now they have this whole like double time they have to do on this migration. And there there has to be a balance between that. So it sounds like you kind of staggered people so that was like, it was still always being worked on, but people could still get their day-to-day tasks, you know, done and they didn't feel totally overwhelmed. Yeah, yeah, that, that's true. And the, the second part is the other part that I think that um, you know I, I basically introduce, you know, I basically introduce also technologies that you know at least part of the team never actually used, even though all the team, you know, all the team basically were actually senior people. But you know, at the end of the day, yes, it's like you know you have a technology and maybe you're using twenty percent of the entire technology that's offered to you. So so you know, I, I think that that part. That part basically putting this on top of on top of basically everybody and say, okay, well, you know, let me see your knowledge or let me present your knowledge. And then here you have a classical case that you, you never use it and you're doing this in a large scale, yes. And, and that's actually will benefit everybody. So so you know, speaking about you know the next step or the the the, 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 the next step after that, yes, there was a Basically, there was an architecture, you know, an architecture, you know, an architecture basically decision or architecture basically re-architecting the way that we want to work over there, and that basically went in the, in conjunction, you know, with very very large uh, load testing that we have done. Yes, so in in a traditional load testing, yes, in a traditional load testing, you do the load testing just between version A to version, you know, N to N N one N plus one, you know, for example. 
or you do the A B testing, you know, if you are eligible, or, or you can do it, like you know, in, in other cases. But but bottom line is, in in cases like that, yes, in cases like that, the, the low testing is not just to see that you know the, the system function, you know, on pro, on prem will function over there, yes. And and you look about the divergence in performance and other cases, yes. But the low testing here is a large project that basically you you educate yourself in the way you're going to operate and what is the best way to operate at the cloud itself. Yes. So that's that's I, I think that, that that's basically a, a mindset, you know, a mindset that needs to be incorporated in end to any move like that. Because if you just want to move, yes, you just want to move and, and make sure that, okay, well, I, I checked, you know, a few boxes and it's going to work over there or, or at the cloud, you know, cloud vendor, that, that's not the right approach. Yes, that's not the right approach. Because eventually once you're there, you know, if you don't educate yourself throughout the entire process and throughout the major load testing, you're going to fail. And, or you're going to, you're going to end up in a course that is exponentially, exponentially growing. And, and that's also obviously not acceptable. What else would you say was instrumental from a mindset or a leadership perspective with the people to get this migration done across the finish line? Um, so, so, you know, well, you know, obviously nobody, nobody, nobody likes to fail. <laughs> nobody, nobody likes to, to have a failure in, you know, in, in what he's doing. But, but in my opinion, yes, in my opinion, yes, it's, you know, it was okay to fail n number of times during the testing, yes, and, and go back, you know, to draw to the drawing board. And, and, you know, eventually end up in a case that eventually, like, you know, the, the confidence level going, you know, eventually to the final step would be very high or as high as you can. And, and even with that, yes, even with that, uh, taking into account that, you know, the most important part, yes, is basically not to impact, you know, not, not to impact basically the overall customer base that we have and, and you know, obviously not, not cause any churn of, of customers because what you're doing okay because at the end of the day you know they're very important you know that's that's the important part so i i think you know i think um this is one part the second part is the second part that i think you know it, it's you know it, it's important would was important basically to you know always keep them you know keep them basically going keep the team going and 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 understanding that you know okay you're working harder yes you're working harder but but you know it, it's you know look at this as, as maybe you're doing this once or maybe you will do it in a, once or twice in your career at all yeah that's it it's not it's not a it's not a normal there, you're showing thing. like there's an end in sight at some point it's not going to like once this is done we're not going to start the next migration that's correct yes yeah because got it you know, um, Hanan, uh, first of all, I have one last question, but I just want to thank you so much for your time and uh, expertise on this because kind of what you talk about, these are huge projects. And, and so I, I kind of invite people to use these same principles in whatever smaller projects they're working on in their company. And I want to tell people they can check out Xtime, um, check out the website xtime.com. That's X and then time. Com. You can check out uh, Process Breakdown Podcast, check out Sweet Process. My last question, Kanan, is, um, you know, what was a leadership, um, what did you learn as far as leadership goes, being in the 
years ago, you were in the Israeli Navy. Uh, what did you learn about leadership there? It's a good question. So I, I, you know, fortunately, yes, fortunately in, in X time, you know, my, you know, my senior leaders, yes, my senior leaders, um, you know, in my opinion, they are very, very, you know, very, very text heavy. And, and, you know, everybody is like, you mentioned the Navy, yes, everybody is basically the same ship, the same ship. So, you know, I, I can be very, very, very honest. Yes, I. The first time that we moved, yes, the first time that we we tried to move, you know, to AWS, we fail, and it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter what. But at the end of the day, yes, at the end of the day, we flip back. Yes, we didn't cause any real problems to to any of the customers. Yes, we we learned the lesson. You know, we learned the lesson basically, like you know, tough. You know, it was just October, and then it was you know, we have a very short period of time before the Christmas is is going to end up. So everybody was very supportive. Yes, you know, just just everybody everyone understand. Yes, um, the first and the final move. Yes, which was just shy of the Christmas of 2019. Yes, you know, at that point, you know, there was everybody was supporting us. Yes, everyone and, and the senior management. And at the end of the day, yes, it actually reminded me also the the army a little bit. You know, because you know the, the day that we moved, everybody actually literally speaking was speaking. You know, was sleeping basically in sleeping bags. You know, at the office, the office. So that actually, <laughs> that actually reminded me, reminded me of other parts, you know, in the past. But I think it was, it was nice to see the, the level of serious dedication. Yes, yeah. To making it happen. So everyone kind of moving together, supporting each other, and just doing whatever it takes over that window of time. Yeah, and then there wasn't there wasn't any finger pointing, blaming, or at least. Not in the level that I was that I saw, and I I was thinking this is actually endangering something from from the overall move itself. Yeah, Hanan, I'm the first one to thank you. You know, thank you so much, everyone. Check out more episodes of the podcast, and uh, we'll see you later. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thanks for your time. Thanks for listening to the Process Breakdown podcast. Before you go, quick question. Do you want a tool that makes it easy to document processes, procedures, and or policies for your company so that your employees have all the information they need to be successful at their job? If yes, sign up for a free 14-day trial of Sweet Process. No credit card is required to sign up. Go to sweetprocess.com, sweet like candy, and process like process.com. Go now to sweetprocess.com and sign up for your risk-free 14-day trial. Hi, this is Owen, the CEO and co-founder here at Sweet Process. If you've enjoyed listening to this podcast interview, uh, actually, you know what I want you to do? Go ahead and leave us a five-star review on iTunes. That way we get more people aware of the good stuff that you get here on this podcast. Again, go on to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. Looking forward to reading your review. Have a good day.